Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. It is Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time and that means it's the weekly yoga show with Irina. I'm outside because it's nice and hot and sticky here where I am and I have three hot tips for you today. Hey Sarah, so glad you made it. Fantastic. So Sarah brought up a wonderful question in my Yoga with Irina Facebook group. She's part of the yoga club and she was asking about breathing and it dawned on me that this is an area we haven't had a chance to talk about and I have three super hot, hot tips for you plus a little bonus hack to make breathing more easily experienced as well as just noticing, right? Noticing those moments when you're holding your breath. So starting off with the bonus hack first. The yogis have a very special kind of breath called victorious or ujjayi breathing. And the idea of this is that you're not trying to control your breath, but you think of your breath like a dance partner or a guest, and you invite your breath into your body and you allow it to leave freely. So keep in the back of your mind as we go through the exercises today that it's kind of like having a guest in your home. When you have somebody coming to visit you, you might clean out a space, you know, like in the room they're staying in, one of the drawers or the closet, or make them feel welcome, right? You make some space for them. And then when they leave, this is a tricky part, right? You don't want to push them out the door, although some guests you might want to. You want to, you know, encourage them to leave of their own free will. It's that idea with the breath. We're gonna make space so the breath can move in with ease. It doesn't have to force and push its way in. And then on the exhale, we're not forcing it out either. So the bonus tip or the bonus hack is ujjayi, victorious breathing. And what you do is you learn how to tone the muscles at the back of the throat, so the epiglottis. And the purpose of this is to change the shape of your throat so that as you're breathing, you can engage and dance with the breath in such a way that only so much air comes in and only so much air moves out. So the way we'll learn this is through the exhalation and whispering the word, ah. So you inhale through the nose, you exhale through the mouth, ah, whispering that ah. And as you jump on, say hello, let me know where you're watching from. You inhale through the nose, exhale, ah. One more time, inhale through the nose, and exhale, ah. And just relax. So hopefully you notice the back of the throat engaging on that exhalation. That's one way that you can begin to dance and engage with your breath that makes the rest of the practice practices a little bit easier. So moving on to tip number one, and I did write these down because I wanna make sure I get them in the order that'll make the most sense to you. But the first tip is really becoming aware that our breath itself, if we're breathing a shallow breath just into the upper portion of our lungs versus the bottom portion, and you might ask, okay, well, how do I know if I'm breathing only into the top part of my lung? Well, look at the physical body for a cue. If you take a deep breath in right now, notice what part of your body responds. Do you feel your chest rising? Maybe your ribs? Maybe your belly? Hmm. If you don't feel your belly moving with that deeper breath or just a normal inhalation, you're not breathing into the bottom of the lungs. The 
benefit of breathing into the bottom of the lungs is that you trigger what's known as the parasympathetic nervous system. You've got these little cilia, these little finger-like things, top of ribs. Okay, Sarah, fantastic. So you've got the top of ribs. You're getting into the mid-lung area, which is wonderful. So when we can get that breath towards the bottom of the lung, and the really reason it's called belly breathing is when you inhale and your lungs expand, it pushes down on your diaphragm and out on your belly. So that's why your belly expands. We're not really breathing into the belly, but when we breathe into the bottom of the lungs, the way our body is set up, you should feel the belly expanding. So the parasympathetic nervous system in the bottom of the lungs, that's a little cilia down there, when you get the breath to that area, it sends a signal to your body, okay, listen, I might be under stress, right? It's a difficult time at work or it's a really intense yoga flow, but I'm not running from my life from the saber-toothed tiger. When you only get the breath into the top portion of the lungs, the cilia up there trigger the nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system, and that puts you into a state of fight or flight. So then your body's pumping out cortisol, that fat-producing hormone, and it's saying, oh no, we're under distress, right? Stress is not a bad thing, it makes us stronger. We think about lifting weights, using our body weight and plank to get stronger. Stress can make us stronger. When it goes beyond what we can maintain with integrity, then we go into distress. That's the fight or flight moment. So if we're going around every day in life only breathing into the top portion of our lungs, ah, we're in fight or flight mode all the time, putting our body under immense duress and distress and pumping out that cortisol. It makes it harder to get in shape and stay healthy. So one of the things that the yogis do is they work with a three-part complete breath. They breathe into the top part of the chest, so to speak. So we're using the physical outer part of the body to correspond to what's happening internally. You breathe into the upper portion of the lungs, so chest, ribs, and belly. So for a moment, I'm gonna have you take your hands just to the top of your chest, and you're gonna gently press down in your chest as you lift the chest up. Now, one little side tip here to know, the physical breathing practice of yoga, it's called pranayama. Prana represents our life force. It's our breath. Breath is prana. Prana is breath. It's our life force. And when you do the pranayama practice, you really want to have a strong physical yoga practice behind you. When you do that physical yoga practice, what happens is you release the tense and tight muscles that might round you forward and make it tough to take in a deep breath as well as being able to sit with a tall spine. Very, you're gonna need strong muscles for that, a strong core. So if for some reason you're in a position, let's say you're seated, seated is the most challenging, you can lie down flat on your back for this next little exercise, or you can stand up like in mountain pose where the feet are beneath the hips and you're standing nice and tall. So here we are, hands at the top of the chest. And on the inhale, as it moves in through the nose, down the throat, into the chest area, allow the chest to lift into the hands. And on the exhale, allow the breath to leave the chest, the throat, the nose. So just for a moment, kind of an upper belly breath. In through the nose, down the throat to the chest. Feel the chest rise into your hands. This is just one approach. There's many layers to this. We're doing basic right now. And on the exhale, nose, throat, chest. Now take one hand to the side of your ribs. I'm kind of like in this little low step here. Inhale, 
in through the nose, throat, chest, chest rises into the hand and then ribs expand into the other hand. Exhale, nose, throat, chest, ribs. Inhale, nose, throat, chest, ribs. When you exhale, exhale, ah, nose, throat, chest, ribs. One more time, it's like you're pouring the breath in like water, in through the nose, down the throat, the chest expands, rib cage expands, and on the exhale as you whisper, ah, it leaves the nose, like you're pouring the water out of the pitcher, the throat, the chest, the ribs. Now the hand that was on the chest, bring it to your belly, so right around the lower belly, belly button area. Inhale through the nose, throat, chest rises, ribs expand, belly expands. Exhale through the mouth, nose, throat, chest, ribs. The very end of the exhale, then draw your belly button in towards the spine. And then inhale, nose, throat, chest, ribs, belly. Exhale, nose, throat, chest, ribs and at the very end draw belly button to spine and just return to your natural breathing so today we're kind of layering these exercises we're moving through them very quickly so feel free to go back and watch you know some of this again slow it down pause the video and go over the breath you never want to feel lightheaded you never want to feel kind of antsy um, kind of like your body's tingling. That's a sign that you're only breathing into the top part of the lungs, triggering the sympathetic nervous system. Um, you can think of like when you hyperventilate. That's another, here's another bonus tip um, for my friends, runners or athletes. You know, if you breathe only in and out of your mouth, it's very difficult to get a deep belly breath, almost impossible. So you're in that constant stressful mode. So don't do it now because we just did the nice deep belly breathing. But if you wanted to experience what does that tingly feeling feel like, you'd breathe in and out of the mouth like <gasps> I mean you can hear it right, I'm exaggerating a little bit. But it there's oh there's so much to go into this. I could go on forever. It's really, really fascinating, especially when you tie it in to athletes. So Drop a, you know, a comment below. Let me know, have you ever found yourself being a mouth breather? <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're pushing really hard, you know, to get an exercise done or, you know, clean, clean the garden up and weed. Um, but yeah, it happens, right? All right, so hot tip number three. All right, make sure I don't lose my place because now I'm getting excited. Oh, this is the greatest one, the backwards breathing. Okay. When you think about the breath moving into the body, the lungs are expanding, right? And if your chest is very tight and the muscles between the ribs, the intercostals tight, you end up running into the problem that your breath is trying to push the lungs open against these tight muscles. That's where, yes, the yoga practice comes in handy. So I wanna show you just this little movement. One of the things the yogis try to do is link breath and movement because it's very, calming right very very soothing it gets us into the present moment where we're focused we're clear we're alert and aware of our environment we're less likely to get caught unawares what I want you to do is you're just gonna stand sideways and it might be a little tricky to see me at this angle but I think it'll work on the exhalation 
draw your shoulder blades towards each other and look up at the sky so you're opening the chest on the exhale you can go ah on the inhale round the upper back lowering chin to chest shoulders come forward so you're breathing into the back portion of the lungs where it has greater ability to ability to expand exhale draw the shoulder blades towards each other right and look to the sky inhale round the upper back we'll do two more exhale draw the shoulder blades towards each other opening the chest inhale round the back and last one exhale draw the shoulder blades towards each other and then inhale round the upper back and then simply back to mountain and your natural breathing so this is a lot of tips and if you know that there's a friend out there who would benefit from these tips make sure you tag them in the comments below because the world would be such a different place if we were all breathing a little more deeply we would be less reactionary we wouldn't be so afraid that somebody was out to get us right that fight or flight mode we would be more present more grounded more connected when you do this deep breathing and the three tips we went over the first was the length of the inhale and exhale did i talk about that hold like I knew, see, there's so much I wanna talk about this. That's why I made my notes so that we would not stray. Um, the length of the inhale and exhale. I think I forgot that tip, oh my goodness. But that's one as well. I'll, um, I'll come back and do something else on that. But the most important part is with the length of the inhale and the exhale, usually when we're in that space of tension and stress, we shorten our exhalation. It's kind of like the idea of holding your breath when you're in a moment of oh no panic like driving i think there's many times where i'll hold my breath and kind of like white knuckle it like mm, right and that's going to make it not so wonderful to hold your breath so if you need to find that peacefulness and that calmness you can do the darth vader breathing the ujjayi breathing where you inhale through the nose to a count of four it's a nice place to begin and you exhale to a count of four you inhale one two three four and you exhale the ah for now one two three four inhale exhale yes you find it easier to breathe deeply while lying down sarah that makes a lot of sense what's going to help make it easier for you because i know you you're in the yoga club so i get to see your form during our yoga time together in zoom opening up the muscles of the chest you know one of the things doing the work you do seated at the computer this roundedness starts to happen with the shoulders so taking the deep belly breath is hard because our lungs don't have the same capacity to move. So the lying down is gonna be a great way to practice it for you in the Yoga with Irina group. So if you guys are not part of um, the free Facebook group, my little community, Yoga with Irina, I'll put the link above, make sure you join because we go deeper into conversations like this in there. But in that group, um, Sarah, when we're talking about 
laying something over your belly as you lie down to get that physical experience. We were doing it just with the hands right now and you can do a certain amount of pressure of hand on chest, hand on ribs, hand on belly, that will help. Um, one of the wonderful gals in the yoga club group recommended using like a book. You can open up a book and place that on the belly so that it encourages you to make that physical connection of the breath, the lungs, and the movement of the body. The Yayengar yogis use sandbags. It's, you know, like they'd have something that's maybe about, you know, longer than this, but um, I'd say about a foot in length and maybe just about this wide. They fill it with sand and they just lay it over maybe the chest area initially and then the ribs and then the lower belly. Yes, the Harry Potter book on your belly, Sarah. You know me well. <laughs> Harry Potter books are wonderful, wonderful options when you don't have yoga blocks or <laughs> sandbags. <laughs> I love it. So yes, so that would be a wonderful practice for you to do. The other thing that's gonna help make it breathing a little bit more easy for you to get into the bottom of the lungs are the heart and shoulder openers. So restorative yoga poses would be a great place for you to start, like the recline bound angle. Um, I will post a link to one of my blog posts that I did ages ago. I'll post it in the comments and, and tag you, Sarah. And for anybody else who'd like it, it'll be there. But the restorative, it's five simple steps to feeling more peaceful and relaxed. And it goes over these restorative poses. But anything where you can open up chest and shoulders. So yes, so in kind of wrapping up all of the things I shared, it was a lot. That's why I try to give, make myself have notes and really stick to something that would be digestible. But you wanna make sure that you're aware of your breath, that you're breathing with an even quality. The next thing you want to remember is that when you breathe just into the upper portion of your lungs, you put yourself into that stressful fight or flight mode. So you want to encourage the breath to move into the bottom of the belly. The second part of that, second hot tip, is the three-part complete breath. Being aware of what part of your body is moving and responding with the breath. And then the final tip was linking the breath with movement. That ability to exhale and open the chest and then inhale, you round the back and you bring the breath into the back of the lungs. You'll find you can take a much deeper breath when you're breathing into the back body versus the front. And then if you haven't, you didn't get a chance to see the bonus hack tip on the Darth Vader breathing, um, it's right at the very top of the live. You can go back and catch that. I really appreciate you all hanging out with me for this super long live. It's definitely filled with a lot of information. If you have questions, post them in the comments. I am here to help. I love sharing this information and we can get super technical. So to join and go deeper into the conversation, come play with us in the free Facebook group. Ah, okay, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Lots of love and share this with your friends who need to take a deeper breath and chill. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, Sarah, for hanging out with me. And whoever else was able to hop on live, I saw more people, but I'm not sure who's here. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>